Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm so glad that you were able to join us. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God is already here. He's been waiting for us to come together. We want to thank the Lord for the fellowship that he allows us to experience here at Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian internet ministry, and we meet on the internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that happens to be where you are. Amen? The Lord is moving mightily in our midst, and we want to thank him and give him praise for the work that he's doing, not just the things we see, but the things that we are yet to perceive. Amen? God is always at work. He's busy even when we can't see what he's doing. Amen? So he has not forgotten any of our requests. He's answering them, and he's moving things around to help us to grow in the Lord. Amen? We want to thank every saint who has come up tonight to hear the word of the Lord. And we want the... um, the persons that are yet to sign in to receive the same greeting in Jesus' name. And to our our special first-time listeners, thank you for joining us. We encourage you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen. As the page comes up, you'll see across the banner, MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When it opens, click Guest, and then sign in with your name according to your birth certificate. Amen. Sign in using your name, and then greet the saints, and they will greet you in return. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, if you're on a cell phone, you may use a very similar procedure. Uh, Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Those three white lines are your link to all the rest of the links. So when you click that, it'll open up all the rest of the links, and you may proceed as you've heard the directions given. Amen? Praise God. You know, saints, these are wonderful days in Christ. Other saints have looked forward to this time, knowing um, information of things that were going to happen during this season in the world. And they've gone on. And they've gone on. So we just have to ask the Lord to help us and to direct us and to guide us, and he will do that. As he did it for them, so he will do it for us. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Uh, Brother Bill, I'm getting ready to send you a little message here, sir. And I need you to get it. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't know how you're going to do that, sir, but I trust that you'll get it done. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust that you'll get that done. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your precious blood. Thanks, join me in your prayer language. Rike de la brisha de la brujota asha akuta are de boso rukohore kise de la reai are kise de la brisha de la bruko baba baba brukote rike de la brisha de la dionda la brosa de la brikiata ishe regise de la bro la dionda la morocate yakuro soto rubrike de la diosola de diasata la bra salala yosuto rubrike de la diosola de ya in Jesus' name. Father, we return the attack back to the sender in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord, the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the mist in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise. We send every demonic attack, every technology attack, every computer attack back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Saints, we've been, uh, I've been interceding and we have been interceding for the past couple of minutes for one of the saints that's been under a severe attack, all right? That's what we're praying about. That's what the prayer language is about right now. We're praying about one of our own who are under severe attack in the name of Jesus Christ. And we're thanking the Lord deliverance in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
All right, Lord. Thank you for the promise that you gave us this morning and that you will complete it. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we're also praying for um, a dear lady that I spoke with last evening. She's a Christian woman of many years, and she's elderly, and she's being attacked in her body, in her kidneys. She's already uh, overcome uh, two strokes, I believe she said, and you brought her through that, Lord, and we know that you will heal her kidneys in Jesus' name. So, Father, we lift her up to you. We lift up this sweet white-haired sister. And we ask you to heal her kidney in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack of the enemy against her body in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, she has been healed. We wrap every cell of her body in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. We cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and snare of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we also ask that you restore her sense of smell and her sense of taste that she lost in the strokes in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we submerge her under the blood of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. And we thank you for it in Jesus' holy name. Yes, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We release the healing virtues of Jesus Christ to Sister Vivian right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, thank you, and we thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, I pray that you all is well with you and that you're doing just fine in the Lord. Amen. I pray that all is well with you. And uh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Thank you, Brother Bill. Thank you, Brother Bill. Thank you, Brother Bill. Saints, there's a wizard that's interfering with the broadcast. So when you have a moment, just send his send his work back to him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, the word of God declares that a faithful man shall abound with blessing, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. We do declare, Father, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that the faithfulness that we have in Christ Jesus is a direct result of being filled with the faith of God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the fruit of faithfulness 
We desire to always be faithful in every area of our lives. We yield ourselves to the work and power of God the Holy Spirit, who enables us to walk in faithfulness by being steadfast, unmovable, trustworthy, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen? Your faithfulness is great to us, O Lord. Great is your faithfulness, and we draw near to you now with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled and purified from an evil conscience by the blood of Jesus Christ. It is this truth that enables us to hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, knowing that you are always faithful to your promises. We praise you, Father, that you are at work in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We believe you are producing the fruit of faithfulness in our lives because we know that this is your will for us. Thank you for helping us, Father, to be faithful and true in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so what we're going to do today, amen, 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 amen. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that is risen against us in judgment, we show it to be in the wrong in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the armor of God. We thank you that our loins are girt about with truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness that we get from Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We thank you, Lord, that we take the shield of faith, wherewith we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Uh-huh. I put on the helmet of salvation. We wear the helmet of salvation. And we take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that you are covering us. You put a hedge of protection around us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us, Lord, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring linking angels, your praising angels, your ministering spirits, Lord. We give you praise for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Suffer not a wizard to live in Jesus' name. The Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want because, Father, you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. 
We know that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us, and we cast our care upon you because you care for us. We give you praise. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. From our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and the powers and tactics that he uses in Jesus' name. We close in and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, listeners, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks, and we return the attacks to the sender in Jesus' name. We bind Leviathan spirits, brainwashing, kundalini spirits in their attacks, all marine and water spirits, all sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, and their attacks in Jesus' name, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer and their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks and debilitating sonic frequency attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent, and we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind controlled by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology. We send those attacks right back in Jesus' name. Pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise for the victory in Jesus' name. We bind Buddhist black magic, 
Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean, Latin American, Islander, Attacks of all witches, warlocks, and witches, global cabals, covens, solitary satanists, indigenous groups, tribal groups, and all of their witchcraft, idolatry, Voodoo, hoodoo, and sin in Jesus' holy name. So we bind the work of every druid in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves that exalt science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback. All vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling the site and satellites against the website or against any member of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. We send back to every attacker whatever they use to attack us in Jesus' holy name. We return to sender the works of every wizard, all their black magic, all their juju, all their tribal rituals, and all their, their occult activity. 
whether it be traditional, tribal, or otherwise, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversions. The outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the brotherhood. We take authority, dominion, and power over all trolls in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them and their works and their behaviors, their demons, in the name of Jesus Christ. All the demons motivating the trolls, we bind you now. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus. We buy premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the word of God. We thank you for the word of God. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain them also in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial and all of his followers. We bind Beelzebub and all of his followers. We bind Baal and all of his followers, Molech, Basilek, Typhon, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and all of their followers in Jesus' holy name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, bow, ceremony, 
all their powers, rituals, pledges, we bind the brotherhood and the grip. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We bind the work of errors in our life, and we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions, And over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. We disconnect from ourselves, and we bind and command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to go into the spiritual cage, bound, chained, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted in the name of Jesus Christ and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves and our transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ and the road we travel. We forbid any uh, objects or any mechanisms or interference with our mode of transportation and with our path to and fro in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over all the demons of the night, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone trying to speak to us that is not of God, anyone trying to poison us that is not of God, Of course, they wouldn't be of God if they're trying to poison us. And we return to sender in Jesus' name. We command them to stay away. And we thank you, Father, for your giant warrior angels protecting us in our property as we sleep through the night and day. We thank you for for releasing your warring angels, Father. We ask you to release your warring angels in attack against every attacking in Jesus' name. 
We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, chains, yokes in Jesus' holy name. And all forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, destroy, and tear down. Walls of protection around warlocks, witches, wizards, Satanists, globalists, shamans, nanotechnology, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. We break the power of every love spell, vexed curse, charm, fetish, psychic power, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, and destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic powers, prayer chains, incense, and candle burning, Psychic warfare. Incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystal, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. Turn them from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority and return to sender spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, greed, and sorcery in the name of Jesus. We bind the senders and their evil works in the name of Jesus. We bind their evil works to them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hatred in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We release the fire of God over the people of God, the people of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 150, Psalm 150. And our verse for meditation comes from Proverbs chapter 8, verse 33. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 33. Our featured ebook is Demonology. And virtual realities technology in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So tonight, it's time to hear from heaven. Amen. It's time to hear from heaven. And the Lord wants to talk to us concerning freed from sin. Freed from sin. Freed from sin. Saints, the Lord is present. Let us reverence his presence. Amen? First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 1, 
If you have distractions going on in your background, I would urge you tonight uh, to silence those uh, distractions, however uh, the Lord leads you to handle that, because this is a very important message, and we need to get it deep into our spirits. Amen? It's a very um, penetrating message, and the Lord would like our undivided attention. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. This scripture calls to our attention our need for growth in Christ. One of the hurdles that we must come is in allowing our old man and worldliness to overtake us. You say, well, that can't happen. Yes, it can. The spirit of the age has a lot of force behind it, and it sort of acts at times like a huge suction vacuum. And if you are not truly anchored in Jesus Christ, and holding on fast to the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, obeying his word, it's easy for you to get sucked into the world's way of belief. Amen? It's easy to get sucked into the world's way of believing. Amen? Encourage you to continue to do the things that you know are right. Praise the Lord. Continue to do the things that you know are right. Amen. Praise the Lord. The saint who has become born again and who has had his spirit regenerated by the Spirit of God comes to life in God. That's right. The saint who has become born again and who has had his spirit regenerated by the Spirit of God comes to life in God. He was once cut off from the life which God provides. Due to the sin of his ancestors, Adam and Eve, and his own sin. But now he has confessed Jesus Christ and asked Jesus to be his God, forgive his sins, and live in his heart. Now the Spirit of God releases the life of God into the saint's spirit man. Remember the Lord promised that in uh, John 17 that he would come and abide with us. He promised to live in us. 
that he and the Father would come and make their abode with us through the Holy Spirit in our spirit man. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, that's why our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. That's connected to our bodies being the temple of the Holy Ghost. So you see, you cannot deface God's temple. Mm. That's what tattoos do. Tattoos, among other things, dedicate that vessel to the demon that's put on it or the demon that's behind the tattoo. That's right. It defaces. And it defaces the temple of God. We call that vandalism down here. That's what we call that. We call that. But it's worse than that. So, the Spirit of God releases the life of God into the spirit man of the saint. Now, the saint has the ability to be strongly influenced by the will, purpose, and power of Almighty God. Before that time, he was a sinner and always dominated and controlled by sin, evil, and the spirit of the world. Now that the saint has become born again, he is reconnected to God, his creator, savior, and deliverer. Now, the saint's soulish part. What do you mean, pastor, by the soulish part? The intellect, the emotion, the will, the mind, the imagination, expressed through the personality. That's what I mean by the soulish part. We talked about that briefly before. Now the saint's soulish part can be influenced by either the spirit of God who dwells in his spirit or by the outworking soulish part or the soul represents his intellect, emotions, his will, his mind, his imaginations being expressed through his personality. The soul of this saint is open to be influenced by the spirit of God or by his old life. That's right. And that's really where the battle is. In the old life of the old man, whatever was going on in the world and its belief system was very, very, very important. The old life of the old man, sin was very pleasurable. In the old life of the old man, self was in control or thought he was. 
the carnal man is equivalent trying to live the old life once we have come to Christ. You see, you got born again in Christ, but you're still pulling your source information from that old well instead of the new well that springs up into eternal life. When you think about a situation and what you ought to do, you're still pulling from that old place. You're still looking at it the way you used to look at it instead of the way God is attempting to get you to look at it. You're still reasoning out of the old man instead of reasoning according to the word of God. Amen. Amen. That's why some of you are having this struggle in obeying Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. That's right. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Well, see, first of all, you're used to trusting in that other system that you did for many years outside of Christ. Your trust has to move from that system, how God does things in the kingdom of God. And some of you feel unsure about that, but that's the wrong thing to do. That's the place to put your trust. And lean not unto thine own understanding. You've been depending on your own mind your own thoughts, your own beliefs for a very long time. Amen? Your own thoughts, the way you thought about it, the way you learned it, the way you've experienced it, you've been depending on that storage place to pull from when you face new challenges. Now, God is saying, I have a system. The kingdom of God has a system. It's in the word of God. And God wants us to transition from that old way of doing things to his way of doing things. From the old way of seeing things to his way of seeing things. From the old belief system to his belief system. Amen? God wants us to make a transition. He says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. It means you're going to have to trust God to lead you and to guide you as he has promised to do. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. So God is calling us further into this transition. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the carnal man is equivalent to trying to live the old life, live out of that old system once you've come to Christ. The carnal man thinks using the carnal mind which is a fleshly mind. 
Let me say that again. A carnal man thinks, this is how he thinks, he uses a carnal mind, which is a fleshly mind. He thinks with his old man, his old beliefs, his old traditions, his old customs, and his old lifestyle. Romans chapter 8, verse 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If you're still using that system, you can't please God because God's not in that system. Why? Because the old is being substituted for the new life in Christ. Now, I want you to see this. You're in a cafeteria, and you're in the food you're in the uh, food line. You've got your tray, and you're going down the line. You're choosing, you're picking and choosing what you want to put on your tray. But with your other hand, you have a piece of luggage. What luggage? You know. The, the small kind with the wheels on it, and you have the long handle, and you just drag it everywhere you go. Even children have that kind of luggage now. Well, that's sort of what we're talking about. You're trying to go down God's cafeteria line, and you want to select the good things of God to put on your tray. But with the other hand, you're still pulling along the baggage from the old life, and it's slowing you down, it's hindering you, and it's preventing you from fully delving in and enjoying the good things of God. Amen? So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Praise God. We cannot drag along no man with his carnal, fleshly ways into the kingdom of God in Christ Jesus. It just won't work. Amen. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 5. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 5. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. That's their priority. They're in the flesh. They are centered and concerned about the things of the flesh. Pastor Pat used to call them their homes and gardens, Christianity. They're in the flesh, and their minds are occupied 
with the things of the flesh. Their lives are 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 uh, consumed, really, by the things of the flesh. If it's about the flesh, they're all in. They're not so interested in God. You said, well, do you love God? Well, sort of. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, they that are after the spirit of God, they are just entranced almost, not mesmerized, but awed. It's a better word. Scratch those last two words. In awe with the things of God. They love God. No matter what, they're not going to let go of God. They're going to hold on to God with everything in them. And no matter what you present to them, they're going to get that out of the way because they're after God. They have a heart for God. Not There are people who say they have a heart for God, but they have a heart for God and. You see, they're not satisfied just with God. They need God and something else. They're double-minded. They need to have God and this and God and that or God and the other. That's not a person who has a heart that's sold out for God who's trying to have God and an idol too. Verse 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace because The carnal mind is enmity against God, is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If the Spirit of the living God does not live in your spirit man, if he does not occupy your spirit man, you do not belong to Jesus Christ, and thereby you are not a Christian. I don't care how long you've been going to church. Chances are the pews have been there longer than you. Amen? And that's the truth. If God's spirit is not occupying your spirit, man, you do not belong to Jesus Christ and the Heavenly Father as one of his children. You're a human being walking around on the earth, But you're not a child of God because the children of God have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. 
Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We cannot drag along the old man with his carnal fleshly ways into the kingdom of God in Christ Jesus. You know, in the old life, you would get into a strife with one of your siblings. And then you just weren't going to talk to them for as long as you felt like holding a grudge. But you can't drag that attitude, mindset, behavior over into the kingdom of God. There's no place for it. Because in the kingdom of God, there is forgiveness. You can't drag the old way of handling things into God's kingdom. You must, Once you come into the kingdom, God's kingdom, you must do things the way the kingdom of God has been set up according to the word of God. If your old way of letting your spouse know that you were displeased with something they had said or done was to just argue, argue, fuss, fuss, fight, fight. You may not drag that over into the kingdom of God. It's in violation of the law of love. It doesn't work in the kingdom of God. So that behavior, that mindset, those attitudes, those feelings have to be left outside of the kingdom of God. Amen. Praise God. I hope you I hope this is making sense to you. So you see, enmity in the scripture that we just read in verse seven, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Well, what does that mean? It means our old sinful carnal nature continually with hostility with hostility is at war against God. The mind from the old life, the old traditions, the old habits, the old way of doing they're at war with Jesus Christ. It's not a disagreement. It's a hostile war, and somebody's going to win the war. Amen. That's just the truth. This is where Satan works in our lives, saints. This is where Satan works in our lives. He attempts. To bring to life his old control center from our past. You know, when we didn't know very much, we were easier to be manipulated than we are once we start learning the word of God. Once we start obeying the scriptures and humbling ourselves before God, it becomes a little more difficult for Satan to manipulate us. But before then, he was having a spree. Because nothing was shutting him down. 
unless we had somebody praying for us. He was having a spree. But you see, once you came to Christ, that was over. And once you began your transformation in obeying God, learning the words of God, participating in the things of God, the activities of the kingdom of God, when you begin to get stronger, he can't manipulate you the way he once did. And you should never allow him the opportunity to manipulate you again. We are not ignorant of Satan and his devices. In Christ Jesus, we are now freed from the grips of sin so that we can freely obey God by following after the Holy Spirit and the word of God. You see, before, sin had a vice grip on you. We'll call it that because some of you seen that, so you have a pictorial. Sin had a strong vice grip on you, and he wasn't letting go. Those demons were not going to let you go. They were not going to allow you to receive Jesus. But somehow of receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, once you did that, he didn't have the grip he had anymore. He just didn't have it. It's just not there. You've been freed by the power of Jesus Christ, by the power of of the New Testament, by the power of the blood of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you've been freed from that old life, that old system, that old way of behaving, believing, and acting, and reasoning. You've been freed from that. His grip was broken. It was destroyed. It was shattered. It was crushed. He doesn't have what he used to have. You got free. So now, there is no reason for you to go back to those shattered pieces and try to pick through them to use one of them on how you're going to handle a situation or how you're going to view a matter or how you're going to see something. That won't work for you anymore because you've been translated out of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. You have now received the spirit of adoption. You can't do things the way you used to. You can't view things the way you used to. All right, I'll give you case in point. In your own life, it was okay for you to think that certain groups of people were not as good as you are. Certain races of people, the other gender, certain people with, with, uh, that had physical features much different from your own. They had their own culture. And you think those people are supposed to serve you. No, they're not they're not free human beings made by God for his pleasure because that's what the scriptures say. 
No, from the, the, the group that you came from, they're lesser than you. Well, you can't take that into the kingdom of God. The Bible declares that he made us all with the same blood, that everyone was made and created for his pleasure. He requires us to walk in love, to love our neighbor as ourselves. He says that we cannot think more highly of ourselves than we are. He tells us that we can't judge according to the outward. He doesn't do things that way. He judges by the heart. So all of that bigotry and all of that prejudice and all of those biases and all of those judgments cannot come with you into the kingdom of God. They must be left outside. And you must never touch them again. Amen? You must never touch them again. They are no longer a part of you. They are not a part of the kingdom of God. And you see, there are people who think that because they've received Jesus Christ and they know five scriptures, that all of those things just suddenly disappeared from them. Well, in a sense, yes, but there is also the practical outworking of that. And so God is digging around in everybody's heart, showing you where you're holding on to the old life. He's showing you where you're wrong. He's showing you what he wants changed. Give him ear. Pay attention to him. Change. It's crucial. Amen? It's crucial. It's crucial because the old way is at war with God. Amen? In Christ Jesus, we are now freed from the grips of sin so that we can freely obey God by following after the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. We are free to no longer obey the old evil nature of the carnal man. In addition to all of this, in 1st Corinthians 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 2 verse 14 but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Well, what do you mean by that, Pastor? I'm about to explain. The fleshly, carnal, natural man cannot receive or understand the things of the Spirit. I have watched Christians. Try to explain a spiritual principle to somebody that's not saved. 
and they look at them with this daze on their faces because nothing is making sense to them. They cannot. They lack the capacity to understand spiritual things. So for you to stand there and quote 10 scriptures to them, it went right over their head. They don't have a receptor yet. Heard the word, but it didn't hit anything too much. They make no sense to him at all. They make no sense to him at all. Duh. Carnal, natural man can't understand and accept the thoughts from God, which the Holy Spirit teaches us. So, you think that you can talk a witch into the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Seriously? Christianity is not like a different kind of club. Christianity is enveloped in the kingdom of God. It's not a different kind of club where you go to church. And on Wednesday nights you have spaghetti dinners. No, that's that's not it. You missed something. Christianity is enveloped in the kingdom of God. Others just can't take it in. You, well, Some of you have and some of you have not had the experience of seeing someone sit in church, hear the exact same sermon that you heard, and you're excited about it, you're on fire for God about it, and they act like nothing happened. I think you're about to get it. You see, saints, This was a major issue in the church at Corinth. Although they were born again, yet they were so dominated by the flesh that they were described as carnal and fleshly. The Holy Spirit was not allowed to have the predominant and overriding influence in their lives. It took a while for them. I'll give you another example of of this. You say, well, I don't quite get it. Let me help you here. A new Christian, not exposed to church before, goes to church, starts going to church. And they don't know anything about, really, how to be a Christian. They're just getting started. So when the, collect, when the offering plate comes by them, instead of putting money into it like they see everyone else doing, they take money out of it. When the worship is going on, if it's not a beat, 
that touches their flesh, they sit there and play on their cell phone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some of you have experienced this. Amen. If it's not something with a peppy beat that they happen to think they like, or if they don't think the, the, the genre of the music is the kind they like to listen to, they'll sit there and play on their cell phone like nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit has to be allowed to have the predominant and overriding influence in our lives. Although God lives in their spirits with their minds, wills, emotions, and intellects, they are still choosing and practicing the old man. Their lives are still producing the works of the flesh. They're in church, and they're still smoking pot. In fact, they'll do it on the church property. Amen. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 19. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse now. The works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresy, envying, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. That means there's some more. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, you say, well, Pastor, I don't hang out at the club like I used to. I don't commit adultery anymore. I don't fornicate anymore. Well, do you operate in strife? Hmm. Tell lies. Do you still shirk responsibility? Do you still gossip? Do you still judge people? Still walk in pride? Are you still a respective person? Are you still working with old stereotypes? Hmm. Well, time won't allow me to mention everything. Do you still nitpick? Any of these manifestations seen in a believer 
mark the workings in some degree of the fleshly life passing outward through the avenues of the soul or personality. That's right, strife and jealousies and envies and covetousness and so forth. Manipulations, do you still manipulate? Such a saint is a person walking after the flesh, as it is known, even though his spirit may be alive to God. Babes in Christ are generally under the domination of the flesh, or in the flesh, as we call it. It is good to note that there is no self-promotion in Christ. There is no self-promotion in Christ. What do I mean by that? Well, there's some people, they've been a baby Christian for 10 years, and they think, well, surely by now, I must be in the fourth grade. Well, that's not what the scripture says. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. You see, God is the one doing the exalting in due time. Psalm 75. Psalm 75. Psalm 75, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 75, beginning with verse 5. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. God would like for the proud to cease to be arrogant. 
That's what God would like. He would like for them to stop being so stubborn and proud. Because the power of promotion doesn't come from the earth. It only comes from God. And he promotes one and puts another down. Now, I've had people walk up to me and say things to me like, now, God's been working on me, the womb. <laughs> and he's had many, many years to work on me and to develop me and to train me and to teach me and to strengthen me. And they'll walk up and say, like, I'll be where you are in a few months. And I went, okay, Lord, I'll let you handle that one. Amen? I'll let you handle that one. Babes in Christ are quite often in the flesh. It is good to note that there is no self-promotion in Christ. Stay in your lane. Babes in Christ have not yet fully appreciated nor apprehended all that the cross of Calvary severs them from by their being baptized into Jesus' death on the cross and quickened by his life. The free gift of eternal salvation is now being offered. Along with this gift comes the realization that God wants us to turn from God's last living and sinful pleasures and to live good, God-fearing lives every day. Jesus died under the judgment of God against all sin so that he could rescue us from constantly falling into sin and to make us his own people. We have received the spirit of adoption. We have a new family. His children with cleansed hearts and a genuine enthusiasm for doing the will of God. The babes in Christ and those who are yet carnally minded need a greater grasp of the meaning of the cross. Of God, the death of Jesus Christ meant that the old man, the old customs, the old traditions, the old ways, was crucified with him 
on the cross of Calvary. That whole old system was nailed to the cross. So now, in Christ, alive in Christ, that old system is dead to you. You're dead to it, and it's dead to you. There's no life in it for you. Your life is now hid in God in Christ. Mm -hmm. So that they that are of Christ have crucified the flesh. What do you mean? Crucified on the cross with Jesus Christ, hanging there with him. Your old life, the whole kid and caboodle of it, the whole thing, was nailed to that cross right along with Jesus Christ. It died right there. Your old life, your old world, your own old traditions, your own mindset, all of it, it died right there on the cross. And you're dead to that now. It was buried. You see, when you go through baptism, that's what we explain to you, that when you go down into the watery grave, this is why we don't sprinkle, we submerge. You go down into the watery grave, come back up, Renewed in the life of Jesus Christ. That's what it represents. That you've been crucified with that old life, that old mindset, that old way, those old traditions and customs and whatever they were. They were nailed to the cross and they had to hang there till they died. And so since they're dead to you, you don't pick them up again. There's no life of God in them anywhere. They are sin to you because whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Amen. Yes, you will have to recant. I'll just answer that for you. In Christ, we've been crucified the flesh with all of its affections and desires. All affections are not of God. I want the young people to hear that again. All affections are not of God. Just because you have a situation or something that you feel so wonderful and so positive about, that does not mean it's of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. And maybe the rest of us need to remember that too. Some people entered into relationships, even business relationships, with relationships of all kinds going, 
oh, I feel so good about that, only to discover that that wasn't of God. Amen? So you can't judge by your own emotions and by your own thoughts. No, the judgment must come according to the word of God. It is at the cross of Calvary. It is at the cross of Calvary where the carnal saint who may still be a babe in Christ, although he has received Jesus Christ many years ago, must obtain deliverance from the domination of the flesh. It's at the foot of the cross. It's the place. It must needs be so that he he may walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Thereby, in due season, becoming spiritual and fully developed in Christ. So now, you have to decide. If you want to grow up or if you want to be a baby Christian all your Christian life. See, everybody doesn't want to mature. Everybody doesn't want to grow up. Everybody does not want to turn from their wicked ways. Some people are willing to turn away from a few of their wicked ways, but they don't want to turn from all of them. And some of those persons are listening to me right now. But you see, God is calling us to turn from our wicked ways. Then he will hear from heaven. He'll forgive our sin and heal our land. But we must needs be. Drop off the old and walk in the new. We must needs be turned from our own wicked ways. And everybody has a few of them somewhere. Amen? You want to know what's hindering your answers. It's your old wicked ways. That's just the truth of it. It's not that God didn't hear. He's waiting to to release it to you, but there's some things in the way. So he's showing you your wicked way. Time to do something about it. That's why. It's time to do something about it. It's time to go on and become the person that God has called you to be. See, some people want to sit back and they want God to do all the work, but it doesn't work that way. Amen? It doesn't work that way. You have a part in it, too, to learn how to tell yourself the truth. 
Amen. You have to learn to tell yourself the truth. Some people live in such self-deception that it takes God a while to get their attention. Amen? You got to face the truth about you. It's really down in your heart. And what's really motivating your thoughts and your actions. You can't fake this out. You've got to be for real. You see, everything is open and naked before the eyes of him with whom we have to do. God sees it all. And, yes, it's wonderful to praise the Lord, but he also sees that we need to change. Can't say, well, I'm going to sit down right here because now I'm not where I used to be. Yes, but you're not where he's calling you to be either. You've got to keep going. There's more. When God begins to dig out the awful in you, don't don't get an attitude with him. Don't get an attitude. Go with it. Yes, Lord, you're right. Help me to see it. Help me to tell me the truth about myself. Yes, Lord. I did tell that lady a lie, and I knew it was a lie before I told it, but I did it anyway. Be for real. God does not like hypocrisy. You know, the great Christian show on the outside and another person on the inside. He wants you to tell the truth. He he desires truth. In the inward parts. Amen? So you say, well, I'm not where I used to be. Well, none of us are where we used to be. But praise God, we have to keep going toward where he's calling us to. Amen? All of us have growing room. I don't care if you're 95 and you came to Christ at 5. You still have growing to do in Jesus Christ. That's just the truth. And we have to allow God to dig in our lives, pull out those things that are not pleasing to him, the things that are just not Christ. Why? Because that's what the enemy's going to use against us. We're not trying to sit here and give the enemy ammunition to use. So we're going to let God dig it out of us. And sometimes God is going to go to an old experience in your life and you say, oh, that's dead and over with, blah, blah, blah. And God's going to take out his surgical knife and slit it wide open and then start to dig out that old corruption that you thought was gone. And as he's digging, you start to smell it, and you know that it's corrupt. 
Amen? Amen. So we want to thank God for coming to help us and to save us and to deliver us. Because we don't know the day or the hour that he's coming when the Holy Spirit says, okay, it's time to go. We want to be ready. I don't know about you. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go through all this and miss heaven. We want to be ready when Jesus calls us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if you've been sulking, it's time for you to turn in your resignation from sulking. That's no longer a thing you can do. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. We have some wonderful praise reports. Let's start with Sam Owens. Thanks to you, Heavenly Father, for waking me out of the death dream that Satan had me in. My family said that they'd been trying to wake me for a long time and was about to call 911, but you woke me up. My son, though I had overdosed on medication, again, thanks, Father, for waking me and protecting me in Jesus' name. You are mighty. You're amen, amen. And he did the dream protocol, and he prayed for protection. Praise you, Lord. You're teaching us how to fight. Dina has a praise report. Praise the Lord. The issue with my phone and the chat in the prayer room has been resolved. I didn't put prayer in the prayer room, but I've been binding and applying the blood of Jesus and asking the Lord what to do to solve the problem. I should have put it in a prayer, but actually I thought I had pushed the wrong key or something. Thank you, Jesus. Bro has a praise report. Praise Uh, Thank you, Heavenly Father, for hearing all the prayers for the saints at Miracle Internet Church and all over the earth for Christ's sake. As we prayed for the victims of the earthquake in Syria and Turkey, thank you for taking care of the children especially. As many who were dug out even seven days later said someone came and fed them when they were under the rubble. Wow, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for sending those angels to feed them. We praise you for that. Amori has a praise report. Just a moment. Excuse me. Excuse me me just a moment. Now, that was in Syria and Turkey. If you look in your Bible, you will notice that that area is mentioned a lot in Scripture. The gospel was spread a lot. Paul, who was Saul at the time, was headed to Damascus. Damascus is in Syria. So you see, that land has been saturated with the presence of God for a very long time. Amen? Amen. So when we're talking about these things, Think about that, too. Think about those things, because it matters. It really does. Christianity, that's part of the birthplace of Tion the Earth. 
The early disciples, it was filled with with places like that in Syria and Turkey. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Brother Bill. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. That's awesome, Pastor. My family's from Syria, by the way, too. Amori has a praise report. Father, I thank you for growth in the area of warfare. I was able to witness my mother's court case, and the whole time I was in the spirit of warring. The other party was fearful and brought confusion upon themselves. Although I asked the Lord to loose confusion over the enemy's camp, I'm very grateful that the Lord was in the midst as I sought him since the very beginning of this situation. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Stacy S. has a praise report. Nobody at work said anything about any COVID testing, and I returned to work today. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, N.K. has a praise report. Thank you, God, for growing, for continuing to uncover and make public the truth and wickedness of all the vaccines. We praise you for that. Now, Dana has a praise report. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your power and your word. And by the blood stripes of Jesus, my thumb and hand were healed speedily in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your tender love and protection. I traveled for work last week, and the Lord showed me great mercy and favor. My presentation was well received, and my home pets and I were kept safe. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Now, Dina has a praise report. Problems I was having when my phone was due to a web browser. I want to thank the Lord for revelation and knowledge. Hallelujah. And I found out I was connected to other ministries I used to view on YouTube through me liking the videos or comments. I unsubscribed to those connections but didn't realize still connected to their videos. I've noticed that songs I viewed recently somehow automatically had me liking the videos. I was able to corporately delete all those like videos and like comments. Thank you, Lord, for revealing this to me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Noel has a praise report on Friday. Father allowed me to see a spirit pervading with relationships with Kevin and AK. It would protect. You owe me. You don't adequately appreciate me. You're always messing up, failing, and disappointing me. The spirit was fault-finding, acts disgusted, wounded, and resentful. It suggests to others you're a burden on me, but I'm superior, self-righteous, martyr, so I bear it. I realized that my dad operated under that spirit when I was growing up. I, It definitely made me help myself and prevented our family from living our lives. It had a chokehold on happiness and hope. I'm extremely sorry to be have been carrying this around and impacting others with it. I'm grateful to God for revealing it and for Jesus' blood that cleanses me. Thank you, Father, for helping me to change. And on Saturday, God allowed me to see that I'd been desperate for attention all my life, so much that I became a whore seeking significance in many ways. Being a star or the center of attention was passed to me by my mom, whose dad didn't bond with her. My dad didn't show me proper love, so I felt I grew up feeling like nothing 
while trying to make myself something. I don't actually know who I am without putting on a show or in the light people see in me is entirely Jesus or a mixture of the Holy Ghost and an act. I am disgusted by what the whore I have been, especially because in Christ now I I have the undivided attention of the king of the universe. I am sorry for endangering myself and my family, forming ungodly soul ties and agreements, and for wasting by parading myself, annoying, offending, and leading, leading people on. I think Jesus was letting me see this when we were volunteering. I thank him for protecting and forgiving us. I thank you, Father, for teaching me the meek and humble way. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're showing us all. Caroline has a praise report. Cell had a success at court with one opponent. With one opponent, the judge gave them 14 days to respond and also will lay out restitution. Thank you, Jesus. You're mighty. You're magnificent. You're faithful and true. And we just love you and honor you. Now, Stacy S. has a praise report. Uh, praise God. When I was in my 20s, my lower back hurt so badly that I could not get off the floor. I had to lay there. This is from a woman who was a gymnast. I used to bounce, do handsprings. Anyway, this is my testimony. God healed me. I have zero pain. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I just want to shout from the rooftops that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Kevin has a praise report. A.K. really wanted to spend the day outside relaxed in a peaceful place doing something different than usual. We drove an hour for an unofficial field trip with his school with two main attractions, strawberry picking and sunflower picking. We're closed at the farm for that day. Only two other students from his school made the trip, and almost all the other activities for children were mostly physical, and AK had to skip them because of his broken arm. We found other fun things to do, and AK really enjoyed himself, and we and had the day that he was looking for. I thank you, Lord, for blessing AK with exactly what he wanted, especially since you we didn't know what to expect and for the nice time together. And Noel has a praise report. Praise and thank you, God, for a great conversation with my husband. We talked about difficult, deep things and understood each other. This is awesome. Praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Thank you for intent for you intending to make all areas of life good. Margaret has a praise report. You prayed for Rachel's exams. We rejoiced together in her household. But, I'm sorry, Rachel passed all three exams. The mighty God has really helped. And Noel has another praise report. Praise, I went to the doctor hoping to get a prescription for physical therapy so I can become stronger and more stable. The doctor ordered another other things. 
for me to do. Instead, he doesn't normally recommend physical therapy, politely persisted, bringing it up a number of times. In the end, he gave me an order for months of physical therapy with possibility of renewal. God is so good. Thanks be to God, his loving favor. And M. Trim has a praise report. I got a phone call on Saturday to pray for Tasha in the process of having an emergency surgery procedure. I put a prayer request and prayed in the Global Prayer Wars prayer room. Praise God it was successful, and she is recovering. Thank you, Jesus, and all the saints for coming into agreement. Praise the Lord. And while giving God the praise this morning, between the hours of 5.30 and 6, after praying, I swallowed wrongly and started gasping for air. I didn't panic. I stayed calm in the process of recovering normal breathing. After that episode, I continued to give God praises and more praises for answered prayers, deliverance, miracles, healings. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace and your mercy. I will bless you at all times, Lord. I will praise. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Well, praise you, Lord, that she did not walk in fear, but decided to stand up in faith and walk through that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Kim B. has a praise report. It's been days since I experienced a burning sensation and twitching. Praise God for the victory, not just in my body, but also in the increased prayer and closer walk with the Lord. Thanking everyone for all the prayers. Now, these are just awesome praise reports we give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord for these wonderful praise reports. Those were some absolutely marvelous praise reports. Thanks. You're doing very, very good. Keep responding to the Lord and his word, and you'll have even more praise reports. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We, I don't have a phone number for you, but you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good evening, and God bless you. I would like to pray here to find um, to find work or clients that are having a difficulty struggling with rejection, um, self-sabotage, and uh, something always seems to come against me to prevent me from moving forward and being established financially so I can serve the Lord and, and what he has for me. So I would like prayer for to find work or clients as soon as possible, please. All right, we'll pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible says that you are our shepherd, and we shall not want. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for providing for our babies. And from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the hindrances in Jesus' name. If he has committed a sin... We forgive him as the body of Christ. If it is coming down his family line, we apply Galatians chapter 3. Jesus became a curse for him so that the blessings of Abraham can come upon his life. 
If it's a lack of knowledge, Father, we ask that you supply the knowledge that he needs. If it's a need for favor, Father, we ask that you release your favor and blessing in his life in Jesus' name. And should it be any other hindrances or block, you reveal that to him and show him what you want him to do about it. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We release the favor of God and the blessings of the Lord upon his life. We thank you, Father, for prosperity and for <coughs> financial strength. We bind spirits of poverty in Jesus' name. We any covering that's been put over his work or over his life so that people will not see him. We uncover him for those that ought to see him, to see him. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, if he's been caged, we break the cage and we set the captive free in Jesus' name. Deep breath and call. We we spear you through and cut off your head and tail with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. We command you for your constriction to go back against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him. Come out of him. Come out of him now. You spirit that's squeezing his finances. You come out. Deep breath and call. Talk that devil. We command <laughs> you to go into the cage. Into the cage. Bound and chained in the name of Jesus Christ. Into the cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged before your time. Any witchcraft that's been sent against him, Father, to hinder him and block him and stop him in life. We break its grip and hold. We break its grip and hold right now. We break its grip and hold right now in the name of Jesus. We take the ground from it with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take the ground from it in the name of Jesus Christ. We close every open door to defeat in Jesus' name. Ah, we bind every spirit of depression and oppression in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the Lord upon him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We release healing to his finances in Jesus' holy name. Breakthroughs in his financial life. Breakthroughs in his soulish life. Fire of God upon those spirits in the name of Jesus. Power of God upon those spirits in Jesus' name. You uh, spread a table before us, Father, in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our heads with oil. Our cups run over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives as we dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen, amen, and amen.
Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit and the power of God to come in. Father, we ask you to take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. Release your prayer language. Deep breath, release your prayer language. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the financial freedom. I receive it all for your praise and glory. Amen. Area code three three seven. You're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello, and thank you for taking my call. I'm calling for prayer concerning laziness with my business, and more importantly. I have been trying to fast for the last couple of months, and I have had many, many failed attempts, and I have just not been able to to follow through with a committed fast, and uh, I just have become more – sorry, give me a second. I have developed more unhealthy eating habits and become more lustful towards food and just unhealthy things and i just mostly need prayer concerning breakthrough with my fasting lifestyle thank you okay have you ever participated in one of our corporate fasts i have not why not i don't know i need to participate more in in more gatherings and i do not do that and uh i I would just i need to try that in the near future thank you (laughs) heavenly father in the name of jesus christ the lord says you need to repent of not wanting to give up things he's telling you to give up Okay. All right. Now's a good time to do that. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I repent of taking diet pills and energy drinks to help me be more productive in my day. I ask you to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Deliver me where I need deliverance in those issues and give me the strength to trust in you and you alone to help me and give me what I need to get through the day. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come into agreement with his prayer. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirit of sorcery in the name of Jesus. Dependence on a drug. Were those prescription drug pills? No, they weren't. All right. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power. Over these self-help methods, there is not the method you're calling him to walk in. Doing it his way, not your way. I bind his addiction to works of the flesh and his spirit that gives up the quitter. I break it, I break it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says men ought always to pray and not to faint. That means not to give up. So when you're tempted to give up, you need to go into prayer. Okay. Amen? You need to go into prayer. And you need to stay there till God moves. Amen? All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for releasing the grace to this uh, brother to fast, to the fast that you're calling him to. Okay, he says there's some habits in your life. You're going to have to give up before he'll release the grace. See, God's waiting on you to do some things. His hand isn't short that he can't bless you. He's wanting you to move, and you need to move in obedience and submission to him, not holding back and and not going forward. The devil is not holding you back. It's you. Amen? Amen. All right, so, Father, we thank you for encouraging him in obedience and submission to your spirit. In Jesus' holy name, amen? Don't let the devil talk you out of this victory. Okay. Stop listening to him, agreeing with him, and don't Uh let him talk you out of this victory. Amen? Amen. We'll be praying for you. We love you. Thank you so much. Have a blessed night. Thank you. You too. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A new report from the U.S. has exposed a vast web of media and activist organizations funded with millions of dollars annually by the billionaire George Soros. The outlet bills itself as an online rapid response vehicle for documenting, exposing, and neutralizing liberal bias in the media. The extensive global influence of the Hungarian tycoon is well known. And Soros himself has admitted it on countless occasions, including both about his efforts in Ukraine. Soros openly declared his role in promoting the 2014 U.S. orchestrated Maidan coup in Kiev, 
stating at the time, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of Russia. The foundation has been functioning ever since, and it played an important part in events now. In a lengthy interview in October 2019, he explained the arc of history doesn't follow its own course and it need, and needs to be bent. And he was engaged in trying to bend it in the right direction. See, another one of these controllers. The report identifies hundreds of media, humanitarian, and social justice organizations that Soros funds annually and asserts that his donations allow him to wield massive power over information in international politics and mold public opinion on practically every continent and in many languages. So isn't this manipulation? I think so. Who gets the money? Project Syndicate, as the biggest propaganda platform funded by the Hungarian, it styles itself as the world's opinion page and has a global audience that includes prominent politicians, policymakers, scholars, business leaders, and civic actors from six continents and over 140 heads of state. From 2016 to 2020, he funneled at least $1.5 million to the outlet. It actively promoted abortion, criticism of Israel, and pushed for global climate lockdowns during this period. The Pointer Organ Institute is also at the top of this list, which condemns as a global Soros back Ministry of Truth. It received 492000 during the same period. This money was used to finance Pointer's International Fact-Checking Network, which brings together 100 so-called fact-checkers. The network includes the controversial PolitiFact and actively works with major social media platforms to boost their operations while censoring alternative voices and opinions. These initiatives, in reality, serve only to restrict opinions on issues like abortion, transgenderism, COVID-19 online, raising questions about why so many organizations and wealthy individuals pump huge amounts of money into such entities in the first place. The report also points out that there is significant academic research to suggest fact-checking does not stop the spread of false information. UK-based Open Democracy also received $1,633,457 from 2016 to 2020. The website attracts over 11 million visits per year publishes in a variety of languages, and its content is picked up by a variety of newspapers and magazines in many countries. However, Soros isn't just funding content creators. His foundation supports a broad range of social justice activists who often become media and online influencers. 
For example, in July 2021, he pledged $100 million to advance the cause of radical feminism worldwide over the next five years. Organizations receiving cash secure major news coverage for events and activities they orchestrate on his dime and influence public perception along the way. Soros has explicitly stated that his goal to ensure more women, transgender, and gender nonconforming people in positions of leadership in politics and governance are drawn from these recipients. The individual donations from the tycoon, his foundations, and network may appear minor based on their size, but the total volume of financial support over the entire network of nearly 300 organizations is highly significant. How does this propaganda network operate? The report contains numerous examples of how these allegedly independent information sources not only publish articles reflecting the U.S. government's line, but also influence policy and statements by White House officials and often reinforce false information. In mid-2022, the Biden administration announced that despite two consecutive quarters of negative growth, the technical definition of a recession, the, co- the country was not, in fact, in a recession. Now, that's called a direct lie. There's nothing else you can call it. This announcement immediately followed a project syndicate column by our Harvard econo- economist, Jeffrey Frankel, argued that even in official estimates, pointed to two quarters of negative growth. It does not necessarily mean that the U.S. has entered a recession. Then, days after the White House denied the U.S. was in recession, the Soros-connected PolitiFact published a fact check arguing the Biden administration hadn't changed the definition of recession. For its report, Matt Palumbo, author of the 2022 book, The Man Behind the Curtain, inside the secret network of George Soros, he stated that one of the biggest consequences of Soros funding and effectively controlling major media outlets is creating a filter on what we can see in the general public. It's not merely individual news outlets, but journalists at highly influential Western publications including the New York Times, the Washington Post, CBS, CNN, and ABC, who are influenced by his money. Soros' assets substantiated by Palumbo help insulate him from inquiry as reporters see him as an ally and not a target for investigation. That's going to influence your coverage. His name in any of the major liberal publications He's linked to and see how they cover him, Palumbo assesses. He believes this clout means Soros can create an impression he wants about any issue, including the false narrative that any criticism of him is anti-Semitic. <clears throat> if they're ever covering him in a negative way, it's framed as if his critics are the bad guys for noticing. But because it's convenient for them on the left, 
They can do that, and the media goes along with it, Palumbo explained. In 2020, Project Syndicate published an op-ed from the economist Mariano Mazzacudu. She argued that if Earth's population were not prepared to accept a green economic transformation, truly revolutionary in scope, with huge consequences for humans' rights and citizens' daily lives, then the world should trial climate lockdowns, a completely new and untested concept in science, to counter global warming. Government responses to the COVID-19 pandemic were said to show they were possible. The world is approaching a tipping point on climate change. When protecting the future of civilization will require dramatic interventions. In the near future, the world may need to resort to lockdowns again, this time to tackle a climate emergency, she said, whose research was funded by Soros. Uh, That same year, Soros told Italian newspaper, whatever their name is, that the COVID-19 pandemic was a revolutionary moment where the range of possibilities is much greater than in normal times. And what is inconceivable in normal times becomes not only possible but actually happens because people are disoriented and scared. It remains unclear which movement Soros will fund next, what catastrophe he will exploit or create in order to advance his ideological and financial interests. Thank you to the righteous judge for his adjudication. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge because we exclusively revealed on how an investigation of the USA's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, VAERS, found extremely high numbers of adverse reactions and deaths have been reported against specific lot numbers of the COVID-19 vaccines numerous times, meaning deadly batches of the experimental injections have now been identified. That that investigation also led to the discovery that 130 different lot numbers of Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines distributed to more than 13 states, harmed on average 639 times more people, hospitalized on average 109 times more people, and killed on average 22 times more people than the 400-289 different thing got left off of there. It number of Pfizer distributed to 12 states or less. Okay. What this article is eventually going to tell us is that they compared the death rates in different states that received these particular batches of the so-called vaccine from Pfizer. And the interesting part is that somehow, miraculously, these particular batches that killed more people were sent to what is politically referred to as the red states, bottom line of this. 
So let me see if I can get through this. However, the most shocking finding of the investigation was that 100% of COVID-19 vaccine deaths reported to VAERS with identified lot numbers had been caused by just 5% of the batches produced. But the deeply troubling findings don't end there because we decided to conduct further analysis of the VAERS data on the COVID-19 vaccines. And we've discovered that the majority of the deadliest batches were sent to Republican-controlled red states across the USA. The data used in the investigation was pulled from the publicly accessible Bears database, which can be viewed. Well, we don't have that chart. The Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System is a United States program for vaccine safety, co-managed by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC and the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Program collects information via reports made by doctors, nurses, and patients about adverse events, possible harmful side effects that occur after administration of vaccines to ascertain whether the risk-benefit ratio is high enough to justify continued use of any particular vaccine. The investigation of VAERS data published on October 31st included reports of adverse reactions and deaths within the VAERS database of October 15, 2021. The findings of our further investigation into VAERS data include reports of adverse reactions and deaths within the VAERS database as of October 22, 2021. The original investigation found that Reported deaths due to the Pfizer vaccine were only associated with certain batches of the jab each assigned a lot number. The lot number is a specific string of numbers and letters that tracks a specific batch of vaccine from production into a person's arm, and it is usually found on a vaccine label or accompanying packaging. There's a chart that none of us can see that shows that 96% of the lots of vaccine that had zero death reports made against them. There were 96% of them, they didn't have death reports made against them, meaning the 2,828 reported deaths were associated with just 4% of the lots of Pfizer vaccine. Five lot numbers were associated. The same can be seen for the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. 95% of the lots of Moderna vaccine had zero death reports made against them, meaning the 2,603 deaths were associated with just 5% of the lots of Moderna vaccine. 13 lot numbers were associated with the 40 to 60 deaths each. Two lot numbers were associated with 16 to 80 deaths each, and one lot number was associated with 80 to 100 deaths. The original investigation of VAERS data also found that specific batches of the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, which were distributed to between 13 to 50 states across the USA, had an unusually high number of adverse event 
reports and deaths compared to lots that were distributed to 12 states or less across the USA with 61 to 80 deaths each. A further five lot numbers were associated with 81 to 100 deaths each, and just two separate lot numbers were associated with over 100 deaths each. As you can see, no, well, you can't see from the table, 4,289 different lots of Pfizer vaccine were distributed to 12 states or less across the U.S., recording 9,141 adverse event, event reports against them, alongside 99 deaths and 657 hospitalizations. This equates to an average of two adverse event reports per lot and zero deaths and hospitalizations. However, a further 130 different lots of Pfizer vaccine were distributed to between 13 to 50 states across the U.S., recording 166,170 adverse event reports, 2,799 deaths, and 14,155 hospitalizations. This equates to an average of 1,278 adverse event reports per lot number, alongside 22 deaths and 109 hospitalizations. The question is, which states were the deadly lots of COVID vaccine sent to? A full list of the lot numbers sent to 13 or more states across the U.S. Okay, the list displays the number adverse reactions and deaths associated with each lot number includes the Pfizer, Moderna, and Janssen COVID-19 vaccine. Because our previous investigation had uncovered that 100% of COVID-19 vaccine deaths and 100% of Moderna COVID-19 deaths were cased by just 4% of the batches of Pfizer vaccine produced and 5% of the batches of Moderna vaccine produced, we were able to conduct a straightforward search of the VAERS system, listing the number of deaths due to both vaccines by the state they occurred. At first glance, it appears as if the deadliest lots of COVID-19 vaccine have been distributed pretty evenly between Republican and Democrat-controlled states within the U.S., with California, a Democrat-controlled state, recording the most deaths at 466, followed by three Republican states, Kentucky, Texas, and Florida, recording 338, 338, and 336 deaths due to either the Pfizer or Moderna mRNA injections. However, these numbers need to be put in context in order to understand where the majority of the deadly lots of COVID-19 vaccine were actually distributed to. And to do this, we need to know how many people have been vaccinated in each state. In order to do this accurately, we had to include the Janssen viral vector COVID-19 vaccine in the numbers. But VAERS data does also show that a small number of batches of the Janssen injection were also responsible for the majority of Janssen vaccine deaths. See, the order of states remained the same showing at first glance that the deadliest lots of COVID-19 vaccine have been distributed pretty evenly between Republican and Democrat-controlled states within the U.S. Hey, but look what happened. 
when you take into account the number of people vaccinated in each state and calculate the vaccine vaccination per, uh, per death rate. The top eight states with the highest vaccination deaths are all are all Republican-controlled red states. And the 19 of the top 24 states with the highest vaccination death rates are, again, um, Republican-controlled red states. Kentucky, Arkansas, West Virginia, Montana, Alaska, North Dakota, Wyoming, and Tennessee all top the list, with Florida placing 20th in the list of 51 states. By calculating the vaccination slash red death rate, we're also able to see that California has actually been the state least affected by the deadly loss of COVID-19 vaccine, but the most affected as it appeared to be at first glance without putting the vaccine death numbers into context. The numbers show that the Republican-controlled state of Kentucky has a 1,900% worse vaccination death rate than the Democrat-controlled California, suggesting the Republican state received 20 times the amount of deadly batches of COVID-19 vaccine than the Democrat-controlled state received. The numbers also suggest that the Republican-controlled state of Florida received three times the amount of deadly batches of COVID-19 vaccine than the Democratic-controlled state of California received, with its vaccination-to-death rate 100% higher than California's. This investigation of Bayer's data reveals several concerning findings which warrant further investigation, but also leads to questions of why authorities within the USA, which are supposed to monitor the safety of COVID-19 vaccines, have not discovered this themselves. Uh Uh-huh. That certain batches of the vaccine have proven to be more harmful than others. Why is it that certain batches of COVID-19 vaccine have proven to be deadlier than others? Why were the majority of the most harmful and deadly COVID-19 vaccines distributed to Republican-controlled states across the U.S.? These extremely serious questions require urgent answers. Also, while all of a sudden Mr. Fauci was in such a hurry to resign his position after the governor of Florida announced that we would be investigating what was really in the vaccine. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the United States to a legally binding accord with the World Health Organization that would give the Geneva-based United Nations Health Agency the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. Despite widespread criticism of the WHO's response to the COVID pandemic, U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Bereka, Bersersa, whatever his name is, joined with WHO Director, whatever, Tedros, whatever his name is, in September 2022 to announce the U.S. WHO Strategic Dialogue. Together, they developed a platform to maximize the longstanding U.S. WHO partnership 
and to protect and promote the health of all people around the globe, including the American people. These discussions and others spawned the zero draft of a pandemic treaty published on February 1st, which now seeks ratification by all 194 WHO member states. A meeting of the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body is scheduled for February 27th. That's five days from now to work out the final terms, which members will then sign. Written under the banner of the World Together Equitably, the Zero Draft grants the WHO the power to declare and manage a global pandemic emergency. Once a health emergency is declared, all signatories, including the United States, will submit to the authority of the WHO regarding treatment, government regulations such as lockdowns and vaccine mandates, global supply chains and monitoring and surveillance of populations. They want to see a centralized vaccine in something happened there. I don't know. There it is. I don't know what that is popped up in the middle. That's the part of a different thing. Don't worry about it. And medication-based response and a very restrictive response in terms of controlling populations. David Bell, a public health physician and former WHO staffer specializing in epidemic policy, said they get to decide what is a health emergency, and they are putting in place a surveillance mechanism that will ensure that there are potential emergencies to declare. The WHO pandemic treaty is part of a two-track effort coinciding with an initiative by the World Health Assembly to create new global pandemic regulations that would also supersede the laws of member states. The World Health Assembly is the world is the ruling making body of the WHO, comprised of representatives from the member states. Both initiatives are fatally dangerous. Francis Boyle, professor of international law at the University of Illinois College of Law, said. Either one or both would set up a worldwide medical police state under the control of the World Health Organization, and in particular, uh, the director. If either one or both of these go through, Tedros or his successor will be able to issue orders that will go all the way down the pipe to your primary care physician. Physician Merrill Nash said, if these rules go through, as currently drafted, I as a doctor will be told what I am allowed to give a patient and what I am prohibited from giving a patient whenever the WHO declares a public health emergency. So they can tell you you're getting a certain drug, but you can't have a certain other drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or whatever the case may be. What they're also saying is they believe in equity which means everybody in the world gets vaccinated, whether or not you need it, whether or not you're already immune. Regarding medical treatments, the accord would require member nations to monitor and regulate against substandard and falsified pandemic-related products. Based on previous WHO and Biden administration policy, this would likely include 
forcing populations to take newly developed vaccines while preventing doctors from prescribing non-vaccine treatments or medicines. A key question surrounding the accord is whether the Biden administration can bind the United States to treaties and agreements without Senate consent, which is required under the Constitution. The Zero Draft concedes that per international law, treaties between countries must be ratified by national legislatures, thus respecting the right of their citizens to consent. However, the draft also includes (coughs) a clause that the accord will go into effect on a provisional basis as soon as it's signed by delegates to the WHO and would therefore be legally binding on members without being ratified by legislatures. Whoever drafted this clause knew as much about the U.S. constitutional law and international law as I did and deliberately drafted it to circumvent the power of the Senate to give its advice and consent to treaties, to provisionally bring it into force immediately upon signature, Boyle said. In addition, the Biden administration will take the position that this is an international executive agreement and that the president can conclude of his own accord without approval by Congress and is binding on the United States of America, including all state and local democratically elected officials, governments, attorney generals, and health officials. There are several U.S. Supreme Court decisions that may support the Biden administration's position. They include State of Missouri versus Holland, in which the Supreme Court ruled that treaties supersede state laws, while other decisions, such as the United States versus Belmont, ruled that executive agreements without Senate consent can be legally binding with the force of treaties. There are parallels between the WHO Pandemic Accord and a recent organization economic cooperation and development global tax agreement, which the Biden administration signed on to, although Republicans say has no path forward to legislative approval. In the OECD agreement, punitive terms are built in that will allow foreign countries to punish American companies if the deal isn't ratified by the United States. As with the OECD tax agreement, Administration officials are attempting to appeal to international organizations to impose policies that have been rejected by America's voters. Under the U.S. Constitution, health care doesn't fall under the authority of the federal government. It's the domain of the state. The Biden administration found this to be an unwelcome impediment to its attempt to impose vaccine and mask mandates on Americans when the courts ruled that federal agencies didn't have the authority to do so. To circumvent that, they went to the WHO for either the regulations or the treaty to get around domestic opposition, Boyle said. According to the Zero Draft, signatories would agree to strengthen the capacity and performance of national regulatory authorities, increase the harmonization of regulatory requirements at the international and regional level. They will also implement a whole-of-government and whole-of-society approach at the national level. That will include national governments, local governments, and private companies. The Zero Draft stated that the new accord is necessary because of the catastrophic failure of the international community in showing solidarity and equity 
in response to the coronavirus disease pandemic. A report from the WHO's Independent Panel for Pandemic Preparedness and Response characterized the WHO's performance as a toxic cocktail of bad decisions, and so on and so on and so forth it goes. It even includes a part about the Financial Intermediary Fund to finance, among other things, One Health Surveillance. Uh huh. Signatories also agree to support the official narrative, the official narrative, when it comes to information about a pandemic. Specifically, they will conduct regular social listening and analysis to identify the prevalence and profiles of misinformation and design communications and messaging strategies for the public to counteract misinformation, disinformation, and false news, thereby strengthening public interest. Tell on your neighbor. That's the way. This aligns with efforts by the Biden administration to, as former White House press secretary put it, to make sure social media companies are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health and engage with them to better understand the enforcement of social media platform policy. And on and on and on and on. I'm going to let you all finish reading that because i got to get on down the road. Amen. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. California gym teacher Jessica Tapas said she would tell parents if their children started secret gender transitions. Tapas said she never notified a parent of a child's transgenderism or prevented a boy from entering the girls' locker room because these situations never came up. But saying she would not obey school rules in these hypothetical cases was enough to get her fired. These are really all hypotheticals. Our directive was for a hypothetical situation that I had never been in, she said. Typus says she plans to sue Zarupa United School District. The district told her she had a choice to be willing to lie to parents or lose her job. If a child in a Jerupa Unified School District school identifies as transgender, it's school policy to hide that from parents, she said. I had to make that decision. Do I let the district know I'm not okay with these expectations, she said. She told the school. She couldn't follow its policy because her Christian faith demanded she tells the truth. I'm obedient to the Lord and what he has called me to do and the way he, he has called me to live, she said. What this means for the future of public education is that legitimate practicing Christians cannot be public education teachers, she said. The school told Tapas the California law Demand she tells lies. The district provided you with a verbal directive to refrain from disclosing the gender identity of a student who is transgender to a parent who does not know the student's gender identity, reads a February 21st, 2023 email to tap us from the school. She told the school that young children shouldn't change genders without their parents' knowledge. 
She added that she wouldn't obey the school's demands to let boys into the girls' locker room. I want to let you know I will not be allowing biological males into the female locker room, she recalls telling school officials. Well, we have a whole other issue then because you have to. That would be discrimination, she recalls the officials' reply. Uh, Her fight with JUSD started in May of 2022. When students found us on a social media on social media and found she disagrees with transgenderism, she said. Occasionally, her social posts included Bible verses. Other posts said she opposed putting young children in LGBT pride shirts. The students reported her to JS to JUSD for these posts, she said. They had certain feelings about some of the things that I've posted and decided to send in screenshots and videos to the school district, she said. For her social media posts, the school put her on paid leave and investigated her, she said. The school district put me off on paid administrative leave and investigated all of that, she said. When Tapas came through the investigation, administrators said she would remain under close watch for misbehavior. In sum, district cannot accommodate your religious beliefs that, one, prohibit you from referring to students who are transgender by their names and pronouns consistent with their gender identity. Two, prohibit you from maintaining a student's gender identity and confidence and refraining from disclosing a student's gender identity from his or her or their parents or guardians, and three, require you to exclude students who are transgender from the locker room because the students elect to use the facility consistent with his or her or their gender identity. Consequently, the district will release you from your employment effective at the end of the day, January 31st, 2023. This was at the end of my sixth year of teaching. I've never behaved in any sort of way that needed to be changed, she said. Then she told JUSD she wouldn't lie to parents about a child's transgenderism or let boys into the girls' locker room. Teachers are required to allow a student that they are the opposite sex into a locker room that they don't belong in, she said. It would be discriminating if I didn't, she added. The school told her they couldn't accommodate her faith-based opposition to lying to parents about a child's mental state. Based on your religious beliefs, you cannot be dishonest with parents. If asked about a student's gender identity by a parent, you cannot refer the parent to a counselor, defer their inquiry, and suggest they speak with a student, or otherwise deflect the parent's inquiry said a letter to her, signed by the Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources, Daniel Brooks. Okay. That sentence got in here twice. Consequently, the district will release you from employment effective at the end of the day on January 31st, 2023, the letter reads. 
Although Tapas lost her job working for the school, she said she has no regrets about following her faith. God is using me to make changes and to protect children and protect parental rights, she said. So no, no regret, not for a second. And I don't foresee it ever in the future either. A few other teachers at JUSD have told her they agree with her choice, she said. Although JUSD's policies on bathrooms and gender transition sound shocking, they are common nationwide. Policies allowing men and women to change together aren't unique to California schools. As previously reported, California law allows any man who isn't a sex offender to shower naked next to women. Could you knowingly send an underage girl into a room where there was a naked man and say she was not in danger? I wouldn't send anybody in there. That I wouldn't send a man in there that she was safe, or more importantly, that this was right, said Rebecca Phillips, a California teen who discovered a naked man was in her YMCA's woman's locker room. She better, he better be glad I didn't find him. New Jersey also allows men into women's bathrooms and changing rooms in schools, and previously, as previously reported. Secret school-supported gender transitions are also a nationwide issue. In Maine, a school counselor gender-transitioned Amber, Amber's 13-year-old daughter without her mother's knowledge, as previously reported. She's a minor child, my minor child, the mother said, fighting tears at a school board meeting. And under no circumstances should she have been provided a chest binder without the knowledge of the parents. Transgender group, the trans, the transition class, you know, we prayed about these people before, offers school-age children closets where they can change into opposite-sex schools for clothes, clothes for school, as previously reported. The group has also provided transition closets to schools in California and Colorado. Secrecy about child gender transitions and other radical actions often marks the activities of the radical gender movement. This commitment to stealth ranges from secret gender transitions to deceptively based curriculum to secretly inserted LGBT messaging in libraries, as previously reported. Groups like the American School Counselor Association or American Library Association often use their nationwide influence to push the cause of gender transition. Often school employees don't agree with the secret sex changes but keep silent. The the ASCA exerts a strong influence on how states credential school counselors, according to its website. It isn't the school counselor's role to out students, but to listen, support, and provide unconditional positive regard, the website states. Tom, an anonymous school counselor in Florida, said he opposed secret school-supported sex changes but feared losing his job if he made his opposition public. The biggest problem I had was that we were cutting the parents out, Tom said, and we were forcing staff kind of against their will to cut parents out and participating in this. 
Besides transgenderism and abuse at home, he said, there was no case where a child can make a significant mental health decision without counselors telling parents. This is the only situation that I've ever been told, don't call the parent and deceive the parent, Tom said. Tom said he is also a Christian and that for years. He nervously awaited the day when a transgender identifying child walked into his office and put him in a situation where he would have to confront those rules. One day it happened. Tom said he passed the decision up the chain of command to school leaders. Without his consent, the leaders designated him as a safe person for the transgender-identifying teenage girl to talk with. I was like, are you serious? You're going to throw me into this, he said. School leaders said that if he didn't have the girl's male identity from parents, he would face a federal lawsuit, Tom said. The school hid the girl's choices from her parents for three months, he said. You would talk to the kid outside calling them by this different name. You walk into the conference with the parents and you tell them to call them by the other name. He called them by the other name, he said. Finally, the school got tired of keeping the lies straight and told the parents the truth, Tom said. But they left out the part about the month of secrecy. They didn't interpret it that way, Tom said, of the parents. But that's what it was. Even outside liberal states, schools are committed to the secret gender transition of children, Tom said. Just because you move from New York to Florida or New Jersey to Florida or California to Idaho or Washington to Montana doesn't mean this is not going to happen, he said. We want to thank the righteous judge for all of his adjudications and the matters that were presented to him. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord, for being good to us. Amen. Brother Marshall, we're ready to have some strategic warfare. Amen. Thank you, Father, for not leaving us as orphans. Thank you, Spirit of Adoption, Father. We come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace with the big brother, Jesus. Because of the blood of the covenant. We thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for filling us with your spirit. Any man have not the spirit of Christ is none of his. We thank you for the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. Thank you that you paid that huge price when you hung on that tree for each of us and keeping us as the apple of your eye. We eat for the joy that was set before you. That's why you hung on the tree. And we thank you for Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. It is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. We might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Lord, we can't live the Christian life unless you live it through us. We're just your vessels. So we ask you, Lord, to have your way with each of us and pray in, in the pray in the Spirit or pray whatever way you want under the unction of your Spirit. And we thank you for delivering us all. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Well, all whosoever. So we take the cup of salvation and we call upon your name and ask you to deliver all the children in harm's way in every area, Father God, and all these different things that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for hastening your word to perform it, Father, in Jesus' name. From our position seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to the word of the living God, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 6, according to Proverbs 18.10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. 
That's the name above all names, the name of Jesus. There's only one name given among men whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. There's no other name. No other name at all. It's not Buddha. It's not Trump. It's not Biden. It's not Soros. No other name but Jesus. His name means Savior. And that's what they prayed, Father God, when Jesus came in on, on uh, to the Palm Sunday, said, Hosanna to the Son of David. That means save, Lord. Right now, save, Lord. So right now, he said, your arm is not too short to save, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of us. We thank you for taking care of those children, Father God, that were in the rubble in Syria and Turkey. We thank you, Father God. You don't want one of these little ones to perish, it says in uh, Matthew 18:14. And Jesus said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. In Matthew 18:19, because you said, "Where two or three gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them." Thank you, the power of your cross, the power of your cross. You have totally whooped Satan, even as AK pointed out in the chat room tonight, according to Colossians 2:15. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for the power of your cross, Satan. You're defeated for this purpose. The Son of God was manifested; he might destroy the works of the devil. And Jesus can't lie, because he only speaks the words his Father gave him to speak, and he says. Father, I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. It is finished. You've done a completed work, Lord. And we know things on this earth are shaking and changing in many ways. And, Father, we pray for all those in harm's way in every area, including every one of these situations. We ask your divine intervention adjudication concerning the, uh, the plans of the devil trying to operate through billionaire George Soros to fund all these oppositions against your desires for your people and every nation, and not just singling out the United States, but they know the United States has this unique constitution. They even give the people the right to bear arms, not to mention supposed to be able to be able to speak the truth in love, of course, speak the truth to point out, hey, you know, brother, I, I noticed you seem to um, be, be more interested in little children than you are in your wife. Do you need a little help? Because you can deliver the, the pedophiles and the homosexuals, Father God. You can deliver those that, as you bring conviction, as we see those that are being jerked around. You told us to pray for those who despiteful to use us, Father. I don't know if you can save George Soros' soul, but there are many people that are being jerked around, like some of these teachers that are being forced. Well, hang on, I might just lose my job. How about all these people? How about the how about the uh, the doctors and the lawyers and the different people? Oh, oh, well, I, how am I going to pay off my all my loans, all my all my debts? How am I going to if I lose my job? What am I going to do? I, I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. You know, many people. I'm not. I'm, I cancel the work curse against myself. But many people might say that. So, Father, we ask you. You told us you cannot serve God and Mammon. You cannot serve God and money. We know, Lord, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. I think you point that out. You had me read that earlier today. And I think it's very appropriate for some reason, Father God, for such a time as this. You told me in your word, to bring you in remembrance of your word. And you said in, in Hebrews 12, beginning verse 22, but you're coming to the Mount Zion, unto the city of the heavenly God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly in the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, to God, the judge of all, 
and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Are you working on making us perfect, Lord? It's a process. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Jesus is the only mediator. Biden isn't. Trump isn't. Mary is Jesus' mom, certainly isn't. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel, says, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they're doing. Even as Putin said recently about the people who were forcing the Anglican church priests to, to allow homosexuals to, to receive the sacrament of marriage in the Anglican church. And he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Even when they, when they want to pretend that, that God is gender neutral. What a bunch of lies. Jesus said, Our Father, which is in heaven. This is how we're supposed to pray the Lord's Prayer. Most people have heard the Lord's Prayer somewhere. And to Jesus, and this is in, in Hebrews twelve twenty four, Lord. And all the saints are in agreement here, Father. We ask you to deliver us all. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Thank you, Jesus, for interceding for each of us, Lord. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel, we plead the blood over each of us and all those we're interceding for, including all those in harm's way in every nation, Father God, that you refuse not him, see that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only. Boy, there have been a lot of earthquakes recently. But also heaven. And this, he gets the demons in the second heavens. They're shaken. Big time shaken. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things which are shaken, like false governments that are implemented illegally, and the things that are made, of those things which cannot be shaken may remain. I think the dollar was a created thing. I think it might be removed. Wherefore, are we receiving a... I'm not planning to speak any word curses, but... Wherefore, are we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved? Let us have grace. Let us hold fast the faith, the grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. And no, Lord, you judged the earth before in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. You didn't like that stuff they were doing, not just to the children, but to anybody. You didn't like the perversion, Father God, and you judged it. And you came down to check it out. You didn't take it on hearsay. You wanted to be sure before you sent the fire and the hailstones and the brimstone. But you got Abraham's nephew out. Father, we ask you to rescue all the descendants, all the relatives of every believer, Father God, and all the children from all the perversion going on and all the so-called nonsense of the fact-checking, which is just based on illegal Satan's perspective on what is supposed to be true, not only funded by Soros, but many others for that matter. Father God, we ask you to deliver all those, Father God, from the psychological warfare that's going on. We ask for divine intervention, adjudication, not in the Soros business, Father God, and all this business that Pastor Sabrina just read through about what's going on with these so-called vaccines. Of course, they're not vaccines. Why is it that the more deadly ones were only sent to the Republican red states, Father God? Why is that just a coincidence? Why is it that they, the people that are supposed to be there, you know, they pulled different medical treatments before when just maybe 50 people died. Well, there have been a whole lot more than 50 people that have died. They seem to have an agenda, which seems to be much closer to what Jesus talks about in, in, in John 10.10. 10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come 
that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So we're not supposed to take anxious thought for tomorrow. We're supposed to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. We ask for your help and intervention, Father God. And even as Carolyn posted, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, didn't say if, he said, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Thank you, Father, for lifting up your standard against him, the standard of love and grace. We know, Father God, that the Christians overturned the Holy Roman Empire. It took them 300 years. Just love them into the kingdom where they were trying to be controlled by the nonsense, Father God. We ask for your divine help, Father God. You'll hasten your word to perform because love does, does cover a multitude of sins. In Jesus' name. So, Father God, and particularly all those people, can, those people that took so-called vaccine thinking it was going to help them, they were actually just controlled by the psychological warfare and the spirit of fear. We bind that spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Why is it that ivermectin was so effective, but they didn't want people to know about it? Oh, because then it wouldn't allow them to ram that so-called vaccine through because there could not be any other treatment. Otherwise, it wouldn't be available. So, Father, we ask for divine help, and we thank you for the for the uh, uh, tapas lady who stood up against the um, Drupa Unified School District, Jurupa, J-U-S-D, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for many others that are standing up. We thank you, Father God, for waking up these Christian teachers that were a little bit concerned about losing their job. Well, you know, they've been there for a while, and that's how they get their, their money to go buy their groceries and pay other bills. And, and But can't you provide for them? Because you said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, want. I, Father, I ask you to inspire the doctors and those that know the truth. We thank you for some of them, like Schindler, the Schindler guy who pretended to go along with the Nazis, but he was trying to protect the people, Father God. One of these doctors that, that gave saline and pretended they were the vaccine, and then he got caught. He got caught actually caring about his clients. Father God, we ask you to help many people to stand up and take care of the people, whatever way you inspire them to do, Father God. Maybe leave their positions, maybe stay and do it the way you want, Lord, and help those people, help the children, all the people in every state, Father God, not just in California, in New Jersey, in Maine, all the states to be delivered from this perversion, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so. And we give you praise and honor and glory, Lord, for doing so in Jesus' name. And you said, those people that have plans against your people, Father God, to steal, kill, and destroy, let their, in Psalm 35, beginning at verse 6, let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me, or those, those that are yours, Lord, and will be yours, their net in the pit, which without cause they dig for my soul. Let destruction come upon him as unawares. Let his net that he has hid catch himself into that very destruction fall. Now, Father God, we know Pastor uh, uh, Pat Holiday some years ago said that WWW stands for World Wide Web. And she said it may be likened to 666 for some reason, Father God. Father God, we ask you to deliver people because the Internet can be used for good things and can be used for perverse things. Grant your saints discernment, Father God, to know what you want them to do. We ask for your discernment big time, Father God, for all this and how to pray, how to allow the Holy Ghost to grow th groan through us and pray through us so that the Spirit can have his way. We thank you for the great work you've already begun, Father God, for the many revivals that you're bringing about. I heard about one podcaster who said, there were some, some young people between the ages of maybe 15 and 25 at a McDonald's in Norway, of all places, 
And Father said, you can deliver people out of harm's way. McDonald's is not the healthiest place to go. But some people were just in there. Somebody had their phone on recording the, 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 the sounds, and there was just general chit-chat. And then that group of people came in in one side, and they were singing. That you singing praises to you, Heavenly Father, praise to you in Jesus' name. And before long, the entire group of young people were singing praises. We thank you for the people that have different universities and places, in Kentucky and other places in the United States, where there was that chapel service they began. It was supposed to be just for a few hours. Well, it went on. It's been going on for over two weeks. It's still going on. We thank you for the testimony on Fox News by a young woman who's a piano player who said the Spirit came over them, and she was playing the piano for six hours straight. We thank you for pouring forth of your Spirit, as we've been asking. We send thank Father God, wake up the body of Christ in the sleeping time. Thank you for pouring forth of your Spirit, because you said in Acts chapter 2, starting verse 17, in the last days, and you tell us these are the last days, chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 7, and Peter, First Peter and Second Peter, you said in the last days I'll pour forth my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions on my handmaids and my servants. In those days will I pour forth my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. And we thank you, Father God, for hastening your word to perform it. We thank you it has already begun. We thank you the revival has already begun. We give you praise and honor and glory for waking up the sleeping giant, the body of Christ. We thank you, Jesus. You have all power in heaven and earth. You are the Lord God Almighty, and we give you praise and honor and glory. Give people a holy, holy, holy reverence for you, because we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ in that day, in that day, that, that day when Jesus returns. And, and then what does it say over in Romans 14, beginning in verse 10? But why dost thou judge thy brother? Why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Not just Pastor Sabrina, and not just Brother Bill, not just yours truly, but every single human being. Father God, and those that don't know Jesus at all, not that anybody really knows Jesus, but the Father, and to whom the Lord Jesus will reveal the Father. We thank you, Jesus, for coming to declare the name of the Father in the midst of the congregation, because that's when people gather together to break the bread and to drink the cup, and that's when you reveal your Father. Here our eyes are red with wine, Lord Jesus. And Father, you're in the Lord Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself, and you're interceding for each of us, and you're keeping us as the apple of your eye. Thank you for your glory for defense. Thank you for being a wall of fire round about and the glory and every witchcraft curse against every one of us returnally. Simple! On the heads of the spirits of symptoms, do those spirits intend to do thus. Render unto our neighbors, some bold into their bosom, their reproach, where they have reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name, because of the bloody covenant, in Jesus' name, because of the bloody covenant, continually, instantly, and immediately. And we thank you for uncovering all that they're trying to do, Father, in Jesus' name, even as we pray. And Jesus spoke these words, Father God, and they're recorded for us, and your word is forever settled in heaven. In Luke 8, 17, Jesus says, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing it to, to light, Father. And we give you praise and honor and glory for exposing the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy, Father God. And you said over in Proverbs 6, beginning at verse 30, Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, and you're found out, Satan, he shall restore sinfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. All these people whether it's the people, it, it isn't just Biden. He, he probably, who knows, uh, it may be one of his doubles. It, it, the, the, all the little puppeteers behind this, and, and all those behind them, we bind every one of those ungodly spirits from positions, seated in heavenly places. We close all the portals, all the stargates closed and sealed in Jesus' name. 
You said, no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Deliver all those in harm's way. Even as I was talking to my prayer partner uh, over in the Middle East, Father God, and she said, Nabalus today, or maybe it's yesterday on their time zone by now, she said that the, the, the so-called Israelis moved in not with a little SWAT team or something, not just with a couple of little rifles. No, they sent missiles and planes and bombs to bomb in the middle of a city where old people and, and babies and children, Father God, what did they do? Well, they, they said there probably some terrorists in there. Oh, oh, okay. So, so level the whole city, right? Father God, deliver the people in harm's way. Father God, you delivered so many children over in that area, cut about that in the in in Syria, Father God. And we know they're targeting every area, whether any believers in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But they're even targeting the people that don't know you at all, because the devil hates every human being made in your image. You said, He that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. Cut about over in in Genesis chapter nine verse six. And a lot of people shedding man's blood these days, and you're going to judge them, Father God, in Jesus' name. But you gave us dominion on this earth, Father God. We're all descendants of Noah, and that's what you said in, where is that, in Genesis 9? And God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant which I've established between me and all flesh. And between Noah's and so we think of the the token of your covenant, that little rainbow, which also, in, uh, you know, red and yellow, black and white. He made them in his sight. He loves every human being in his image. God is no respecter of persons. And you said in Genesis 1, starting at verse, where should I start? Verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Satan, you and all your little minions, the little sources, the witches, the warlocks, the ones that interrupted. The, the, I couldn't hear, the, even I was on the phone, I couldn't hear the broadcast for a little section of time. But, Father God, I prayed, and I thank you for delivering. Thanks be to God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ and the manifest the Savior of his knowledge that buys in every place. Father, for those that are standing up for the truth that are losing their jobs like this this teacher um, that the, the pastors are being read about, we ask you to provide for them abundantly and graciously, better than they had before. Father God, we thank you for those those military people that did not take the job, that said, no, this is an illegal order. I'm not taking it. We thank you, Father God, for providing employment. We thank you for providing all their needs according to riches and glory. Thank you, Father God, for never leaving us or forsaking us because you sent your word to be with us forever. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Though may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Thank you, Father God, for your spirit, by your spirit dwelling in us, allowing us to decree and declare. For thou shalt decree a thing, it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon their ways. It's joined us with Christ. We speak shalom to the weather and the atmosphere, and all those demons trying to control the weather and the atmosphere, trying to say, oh, it's a climate change thing. We have to lock everybody down because of the climate change. We bind every one of these spirits trying to control people illegally against the wishes of the Most High God, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of and you know how to remove, even as Patrick's reading, I read that section of Scripture in uh, in Psalm 75 tonight. We thank you for hastening your word to perform it. Because promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. 
but it comes from you, Lord. You can put down one and raise up another. We ask you to put down those, Father God, that are that are uh, doing things that are offensive. And we know, Father God, some people have said that this fellow Putin, he's, he's not necessarily the holiest man that ever lived. But, Father God, he seems to, to have a concern for human beings. Some people say he may be one of the few adults left in the room, Father God. I don't know which room they're talking about. But, Father God, he does not have an intent to uh, cause a nuclear war, Father God. He has an intent to selectively remove and eliminate those that are serving Satan at the highest levels that are railing against the people, including those trying to force, force pedophilia and perversion. Right, so, Father, we ask you to deal with those the way you want, Father God. Send your angels to help and assist those that are standing for the truth. If Putin's one of those, God bless him and deliver him. And we pray for all those in authority. If you can save those in this in this nation, particularly those in the red states where their their states were were uh, earmarked, Father God, and some of those that pretend to be conservative, that maybe not. Like, uh, how did the uh, the governor of Florida get in there when they had the same Dominion machines? Hmm. How come Soros endorsed him recently against Trump? Hmm. How come he signed that WHO treaty thing? Oh, sure, we'll go along with the WHO. Who cares about the U.S. sovereignty? Why did he sign that already? Why did he go along with that? Why is he one of the governors? Was he really conservative? How about sh- how about wolves in sheep's clothing, Father God? Now, how about how about liberals? We've heard about rhinos, but sometimes sometimes they 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 come really well deceived. So grant us your discernment, Father God, in every one of these areas, Father God, in Jesus' name. So we don't know about Trump, Father. If you can save that man's soul, I don't know. I've heard recently that he d- defected to Judaism. Well, I don't know which Judaism he defected to—the real Judaism, where they believe in the Torah, or the other one, pa- Father God. But when there's only one way to heaven, there's only one name given among men where we.
Jesus.